Today's jam session is brought to you by my favorite Game of Thrones recap show, Talk the Thrones. Make sure to watch The Ringer's new live reaction show, Talk the Thrones. Each week, our friends Andy Greenwald, the mother of dragons, Mallory Rubin, Chris Ryan, and our very own maester, Jason Concepcion, are coming to you live after the East Coast airings of Game of Thrones Season 7. Talk the Thrones will stream exclusively on Twitter and Periscope right after each episode ends, like right afterwards. They'll be reacting at the same time as you, contextualizing the events and explaining everything that just unfolded. Again, the show is called Talk the Thrones, and you can stream it live after the East Coast airings of Game of Thrones Season 7 on our Twitter and Periscope, at Ringer. Welcome to Jam Session, a fortuitously timed one. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. Moments ago, an Angelina Jolie Vanity Fair cover story dropped, like an hour ago, literally. I think so. Yes. Like I- maybe at this point it's like 75 minutes. And we were already scheduled to record this podcast at this time. Thank you, Vanity Fair. So it really was like the gods coming together to bless this Jam Session podcast. As an internet editor, what do you think about a um, mid-afternoon online pub? Was that the actual timing or was that when we on the West Coast uh, became aware of it? Okay, look, 12.44 p.m. is what the Vanity Fair piece say. Is that East Coast or West Coast? Is East Coast. Vanity Fair is updating for... It's not 12.44 yet here in California. Oh, great point. (laughs) That's a great, great point. Um, yeah. It's 12.35 in case you guys are wondering. I guess that's a lunchtime. A lunchtime drop. I don't know. I, I It's not what I would go for, but okay. Good good for them. I guess you are. The, what would your strategy be, or should we not give that away? Uh, it's fine. It's not so revolutionary. Okay. It would be like Monday at 8 or like Wednesday at 9. How do you feel about the Sunday, like 10 p.m. publish? I like it. I, th- I do too. I think it's good. I think that betrays a little bit like that I worked at New York Magazine, yeah. which does that often a lot. Yeah, it's like that's what they yeah, do. Yeah, and, and also I worked at the Huffington Post for a while in the era of when there was still like a print schedule mm-hmm. and all of the newspapers, like big scoops, scoops o'clock. Scoops o'clock. Um would happen at like 8 9 p.m. before the next day's newspaper which i like it, yeah. cuz you know then the the morning shows the table is set yeah everyone's ready to blog in the morning everyone's ready to react in my dream i make dinner that i mean i make my lunch the night before for work okay and like that's so not similar. in reality just in the dream in in my dream i'm okay. I, i'm actually pretty pretty useless after 9 p.m. very tired Same. i just can't get a lot done Agree. including making lunch anyway back to angelina and jolie so we're just doing Angie. It's just Angie. No segments. Just Angie. There's just a lot well, to dig into. We here. have segments about Angie. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> this is this is an Angie podcast. We are ready. It's sort of a jam session holiday. It sort of is. It's pretty big. Um, where do you want to begin? So I would like to start with how this profile came about. Okay. And this is probably the closest that I will ever come to my like Carrie Matheson homeland board. Love it. Um so this profile, as you noted, um, by um, Evgenia Peretz, was published at 12.44 today. It is the September cover story of Vanity Fair. It's currently July 26th. Yes, which is, I believe, early even for... I don't think other September issues are out. I don't think so either. We definitely would know about the Vogue September issue if it were out. That's true, because Gigi and Zane are August. Yes. Yeah. And, and their controversy is still subsiding. Yeah. Well, that was a whole other thing. We'll do that another time. Yeah, so I think that normally September issues come out, I guess, end of July, first week of August, but I do think it's usually a little bit later. August. Yeah. yeah. So this is unusual, which we'll come back to. This is like the Zappos model. Since July 1st, Zappos has been advertising for back to school. Like, yeah. Why do we have to rush into September? You know, it's a great question. I think 
I would be curious when this issue is on stands. Mm. I would su- I suspect that it might not be on stands for a couple months. Yeah. And so in that case, Vanity Fair would have made a conscious decision to publish it now, either because, one, there's another story coming. Yes. Two, there's a promotional uh, aspect that they are trying to meet or that Angelina Jolie or Netflix are trying to meet. Because um, that's why she's doing this. She's promoting her Netflix film. Well, that's what I'd like to discuss, Juliet. <laughs> okay, great. That is the stated peg for the profile, and that's what's in the the display. Um, and in the profile, it is announced that the film is coming out in September. Right. Um, this is 100%. Here's what I would like to state is that this, I think that this was actually the Brad Pitt GQ cover story came out. And, and she, she like... called the phone. And I think this was done within days. And here's the evidence that I would like to suggest. Okay. Now, I want to keep in mind cover so, stories. So I just want to clarify. Yeah. You don't think that she probably bumped someone off of the September cover then. I do think so. To make sure she got her piece back in response to the yes. GQ story. Yes. Okay. Just, now, that's a big deal. Now, one thing I'd, I'd love like to know say, who she bumped, if true. I would too. So it's possible that this cover story was booked as early as January. Sure. Um, I, I'm convinced I would like bet my whole life over the fact that it was booked in response to the Brad Pitt profile that she knew about it knew when it was coming out and timed it accordingly what was like a moment in the piece that made you think that okay I would thank you so much for asking you're welcome Um, (laughs) here to help so so the lead of the piece is in her home uh her new home in Los Angeles Uh which we have talked about at great length yes which I very close to you yeah I have literally given like visiting friends from LA tours of where Angelina Julie lives. It's the old Cecil B. DeMille estate. Yes. And it's in a part of Los Angeles called Laughlin Park, which is a gated resident, gated area in Los Feliz. Did I say it right? Or is it Laughlin? Oh, I I know. Who cares? I thought you meant, um, did you say Los Feliz, right? And I was like, yeah, if you ask people from California. Right. Please don't (laughs) add us. um, But so it's a gated community that's actually just very close to traffic and where normal people live which yeah. I've been like very confused about so I drive everyone like I go up Franklin and then I come back on Los Feliz Boulevard so people can understand like how amongst the people she is in a gated community in a house that costs 25 million dollars but anyway so she bought this house the I did real estate listings okay the, great <laughs> so the house per- was purchased or was first reported on April 13th mm-hmm so you, I think that's, like, when the deal went through. Yeah. Because it was not announced that it was Angelina Jolie who had bought the house, which is publicly available information, until June 1st. So keep that in mind. Yes. In the piece, it says that she, in the lead, she has moved in four days ago. That's, that's, a, that's like, a, a quick move. I mean, a quick invite someone into your home. I mean. It's very true. It takes you, like, nine months to really move into a new place. So I think that we have to assume, like, if... If you sign the papers on buying a $25 million home, sure. I assume that you can be like, I would like to move in pretty quickly. And I do believe that the home was vacant. Right. But you have to build in, what, a I mean, week? She has six kids. You can't do anything swiftly or nimbly with six kids. Right. And you've got the rental. And I mean, they have been mobile in their mm-hmm. lives. They're used to point, kind of- Big point in the article. Yeah, switching homes. But I just have to figure in terms of like- I don't really understand the concept of escrow, but also I'm dying to know what the down, ta- down payment is. Right, on a twenty-five like, million dollars. Is house. she paying in cash? Yes. You think she's? Yes. You think Angela usually has twenty-five million dollars well, on hand? I think she got a mortgage. What? I think she probably has okay. like 
Five million on hand. Okay, sure. And she put all of that into yeah. the, yeah. All right, that I believe. I don't think that she paid the whole thing in cash. No, I don't think she probably paid the whole thing. I mean, who who pays up front a whole $25 million? I don't know. It's like not even like, I bet like her financial advisor wouldn't against that, would, would not advise that. Would probably be like, no. I think that's a good point as well. We'll, yes. get, we'll get you a deal. So she's got enough for, for the initial down payment. Right. Rich so, people have mortgages too. That's, that's my, true. That's my take. Because it's, it's, it can be a good decision. That makes sense. Yeah. So April 13th is I think when papers are signed. I don't really know about mm-hmm. escrow. What's the earliest you think she moves in? May 15th. Okay. Absolute earliest. Great. Thank you. So I do know, here's the other kind of end point I have, is that in the lead, um, Knox, the youngest Mm. son, asks, Mom, when are you going to put the water slide up? (laughs) Well, guys, I would like you to know that on June 9th, a water slide was photographed on the property by paparazzi helicopters. So they were in residence by June 9th. Wow, Amanda. It's fine. Okay, so we have see, our window. Did you remember those pictures, or did you go looking for them this morning? Oh, I remember them. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I didn't remember it was June 9th, but I was yeah. like, oh, I know that the water slide was photographed, so at some point, uh, they did, in fact, film this. So we have a date, like, May Before, 15th yeah. to June 9th is the window. Juliet, when was the Brad Pitt GQ uh, piece published? Like, early May, right? May 3rd! Yeah. May 3rd. <laughs> they published it and Angelina Jolie picked up the phone and said, come to my house next week and I will tell you everything that you need to know, except I won't. I'll just talk about my film that sounds a little dark the whole time. Um, this is excellent work by you. I'm really impressed. So I just don't think... I have seen enough of kind of this behind-the-scenes wrangling of when you do the shoot, sure. who has the cover, how are these going, especially at the level of Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, who are so intense and who can demand whatever they want. They aren't in until the very last minute. Um, and, oh, here's the final thing. Oh, great. And I- this is like, this is when I'm actually really crazy. Okay. Um, at the very end of the piece, so Angelina Jolie has a new film, um, that is premiering on Netflix this month. Is it this month now? Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's September. September. It's the month of the right. magazine. And so they say in the profile, um, first they killed my father on Netflix this month, which is the first information about when this film is uh, being released. And if you actually, I like went and looked at all of Netflix's uh, profe- like press information, and it just says coming soon. They have no, no details date. on date. Yeah, it's like not publicly released. This is the kind of the rollout. It also says in... The piece that she was in post-production last summer, which is like a full year ago. So it's been done a long time. Yeah. And they they did a showing in Cambodia in February. Yes. Per the article. Exactly. So I genuinely think she picked the timing of the release and then organized this whole press thing around it to counteract the Brad profile. That is is my intense theory. Yes. Does Brad Pitt have a September project? Not starring Brad Pitt. But here's what's amazing is that Brad Pitt had a Netflix May project. Oh, shit. Yes. And then Plan B was also involved in Okja, which was Netflix's June big release. Right. So I think, I mean, you know, Netflix will never talk. But if those walls could talk, they know a lot of things about what's going on with these people and their, you know, machinations. Question for you. Yes. Did you watch the trailer for Brad Status? That I did ben not. Stiller? Well, that's also that's a Plan B movie coming okay. out in September. Just saying. That sounds like Oscar season to me. 
<laughs> a pen still yeah no can you go serious I'm, I'm not saying it'll get there but I'm just saying <gasps> it's an Amazon Studios plan B movie in theaters and in, in select theaters in September listen that's, that's not that actually is an Oscar play because if you didn't think it had any chance of getting an Oscar you wouldn't put it in theaters that's true Particularly now after the whole... Especially, yeah, I mean, Netflix really thing. is only doing uh, theater releases for Oscars. That's true. So I'm just saying. I, listen, Netflix is a complex machine, as we all know. Yeah. Um, yeah. We all know because they won't tell us anything. Exactly. And I'm sure that there's a lot going on. And I would be surprised if even Angelina Jolie could pick the release date of her own film. Um, so there was a moment related to Netflix in the piece where yes. she talks about pitching her... Kaima Rouge yeah. movie to Ted Sarandos, the head of mm-hmm. Netflix, and she makes it sound like she like put together a pitch deck and like outfitted the room he was in to like really give him the hard sell. And he's like, yeah. And then he just agreed on the spot. But like, who doesn't agree on the spot to an Angelina Jolie film? Plus, she probably pitched it if she was in Post last summer. Yes, that means that she pitched it even before that, basically. Right. And she was still with Brad Pitt at that time. Who yes. has who has like a a deal with so package deal? Yeah, absolutely. That's how it happened. Also, so- I mean, just. <laughs> In the room, she created a visual experience of what this film might be. Like, so basically, she gave a PowerPoint presentation, a and then they said, "You're Angelina Jolie, sure." Yeah, absolutely. That's fine. You know what? May we all get to be Angelina Jolie and make a PowerPoint presentation yeah. and have Netflix give us millions of dollars. I'd love I, to have. I wish launch. that listener. I wish that for you as well. But like, <laughs> yeah, I honestly, Angelina is uh, famously press savvy. She doesn't have a publicist. She organizes all this herself. She's always kind of been known to arrange and be very active and strategic in this stuff. And this is just a phenomenal reaction to the Brad Pitt story. And it's like, it's amazing. I really honestly do think that she just called the minute it was out and was like, here's my plan. Here's what we're going to do. Who did she call? Does she have an assistant? Does she call her agent? Because she's not calling Graydon Carter. Although actually she might. She might. I honestly, I don't know. I, you know, I have to assume that she has assistants and people who kind of send the emails and mm-hmm. make the calls. So I, I would not be surprised if there was a personal touch aspect to this. Question for you. Yes. Does this mean that Graydon Carter's picking sides? Like, does this now mean that like the like the everyone involved the two magazines have been like cordoned off to one side or the other? Well, it's interesting, right? Because they're both owned by Condé Nast, right? And like, um, it's also all kind of unfair because. I don't know if Angelina Jolie would get the same kind of treatment in GQ style because it's like a men's fashion yes, magazine. that's very true. Whereas she kind of pulled a power play going to a co-ed magazine. I kind of like that. Right. Well, the other thing, obviously, with Vanity Fair, it's all about who they can get at the Vanity Fair Oscar party. Sure. So I'm available. As am I. It's at the Sunset Tower. I love the Sunset Tower. Um, I would love to drink there for free sometime because it's Me very too. expensive. I like going to parties. Um, so I think that this is more a calculated um, a, I think he already he knows that Brad Pitt's already on GQ mm-hmm. so he like he's been upstaged a little mm-hmm. and then if you can get Angelina to come to the party or Angelina to be on your side I think that's good for the magazine which is what I think the decision is I think it's more of a business decision than picking sides right right just so interesting like if it's a business decision which I agree with mm-hmm. what you just said like, does it help your magazine to put this online six weeks in advance? Like, it's just so well, weird. That's why I wonder whether there's another story coming out. Because here's the thing: if she went to those lengths, as I just crazily mm-hmm. uh, the charted, water slide revelation is amazing. June 9th. That's incredible. It was all done before I'm June 9th. So, I'm guys. honored to know you right now. Um, 
They're on the Daily Mail. You can go look. Uh, I would say that this is not the only thing that she's going to be doing in the press. Right. And so they either did it because, you know, they do have the exclusive and they wanted to get ahead of it. Um, I don't know. Maybe some sort of bombshell is about to drop. I kind of doubt it. I do, too. Um, I really hope there's no bombshell coming. Um, I want to talk about the actual article. But first, let's talk about our friends at Hotel Tonight. So I'm usually kind of a planner, especially when it comes to traveling, and I do love to travel. But now there's this app called Hotel Tonight that's been making me rethink things. Basically, Hotel Tonight teams up with great hotels to help them sell their unsold rooms, which means there are always incredible deals available. And these aren't last resort places. They're cool, top-rated hotels you'll actually want to stay in. Not to mention, they have a ton of awesome partner hotels in so many different countries. Hotel Tonight can help you find a great hotel almost anywhere. Whether I want to spend the weekend away or on a whim, book myself a staycation at a cool local place, Hotel Tonight is helping me be just a little bit more spontaneous. I recently did a last-minute trip to Las Vegas and used it to stay at the Venetian. That was pretty dope, and I'm kind of always thinking about doing a beach vacation here in L.A. Just for one night, head over to a different part of town, you know? I look every single weekend. I do, too. Yeah. Uh, You could be looking every single weekend, or you could book up to a week in advance, so it's not just for last-minute getaways. All it takes is 10 seconds, three taps, and a swipe. See for yourself. Download the Hotel Tonight app now. All right, let's talk about the like what, what we've learned here. What, what, Nothing. What do you know about Angelina Jolie that you didn't know before? Nothing. I was really struck by, um, given the amount of access, which is they are invited to the home and all the kids are there, which is pretty rare for a celebrity profile totally. at this point. Uh, Angelina Jolie is not quoted very much in this piece. And she's certainly not quoted. Um, the ratio of quotes to writing is small. It was so much more history about their relationship than I than I needed. We know. Yeah, and you know what I thought was interesting. I like if you put Angelina Jolie on the cover of your magazine, like no one is expecting anything other than a very sympathetic profile of Angelina right. Jolie. Um, and you know, Vanity Fair famously does that with women who have just gone through divorce. See Jennifer's Aniston <laughs> and Garner. Also, can we just go for a side note? the The best, the most revealing, or kind of best through line of this whole piece is that in the first section when she's talking about the new house she goes she says i didn't even know i needed throw pillows decorating house stuff that was always brad's thing Uh, which is very funny if you recall in the jennifer aniston vanity fair profile after her divorce i think it's actually the kicker which is about um how she finally gets to have a comfy couch now because Brad Pitt is no longer designing her house. (laughs) Totally. So this is just Brad Pitt is like the shittiest uh, home decorator on the planet, apparently. That's really funny. It's amazing. Brad Pitt definitely thinks he's really smart and he's just not. He's just like really into like architecture and fancy tables and stuff, you know? It's like, I want to live here. He's so hot. It's wild. They link in the article to hit the old photo shoot, which in retrospect is like so disturbing of him and Angelina Jolie like being domestic with like fake children. Yeah, I still can't believe they did that. He is so hot in it. It's like, makes me uncomfortable. I actually, I don't know, just a really attractive man. I can't get over it. Well, I would also say, if you want to just compare the photographs from the Vanity Fair story and the GQ style story. Okay, I'm glad you brought this up. I think the GQ style photographs are just far and away better than the Vanity Fair This is one of the worst photo shoots, which also contributes to your rush theory. Yeah. Because it's so unimaginative. You know what it reminded me of in like a pathetic way? What's that? The film La La Land. I was just like, this is exactly what that Emma Stone character would have done. It has that fake old Hollywood type of thing. You know, Vanity Fair does this a lot because they're trying to like they're really playing into that old glamour profile yeah. I think for all of the like first and second generation Vanity Fair readers 
So th- this is it looks like every other Vanity Fair prof yeah. like photo spread was my reaction. Yeah. But and she's so beautiful that, you know, the, the one of her on set in well, the jodhpurs or whatever those are. Yeah, I mean, she looks amazing. Yeah. But but the pictures are all done at a student You're right, Warner the, Brothers in Burbank. You're right. The one uh, with like the astronaut. Yeah. Why is there an astronaut? Because that's the that's like one of the people involved in the shoot, and he just like tried on an astronaut suit. Oh, sure, like, why not? But that is very La La Land. You're yeah. right. And I was just like, where's where's the Emma Stone character? Who's the character? Or Mia? Emma. What was the name of that character? Mia's Mia. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, I thought that the photos were really bad. Uh, she is really beautiful, but also like, it was really dissonant to me because it was just, it just contributes to your theory because a lot of it talks about how she's like getting older. She mentions she has gray hair. She mentioned like she can't imagine like being someone's sex symbol or whatever. Right. It actually was like it would have been a cool opportunity to give her the Brad treatment, which is to show her obviously in a beautiful, glossy way, but as like an older woman. Like what? Like I just feel like we're, we still are getting the same picture of Angelina Jolie. And well, maybe I think she, some of that is because like, she doesn't want it. Also, she doesn't have gray hair. Like she is one sure. of the most beautiful pe- women in the world, and she's just being self-deprecating. There's like a way to like use light though to make her look more real. To have her be to have a natural yeah. uh, photo shoot instead of the highly styled stuff that we're used to from both Vanity Fair and Angelina Jolie. Yeah. I totally agree. Like it just didn't have to be exactly the same. I, I mean, it just looks. It's you're right. It's like no imagination. No imagination. 100. percent And like kudos to GQ for. As silly as it is to like think about how much money they spent on a ten day trip of Brad Pitt in the national parks, yeah. um, I still thought those pictures were incredible and yes. like would like to look at them again. Exactly, and, and honestly impactful. Like they they just were, and these photos are totally a throwaway. One hundred percent. So photos negative. Yeah, the profile itself beyond kind of that Brad detail and a, and essentially one tense paragraph where she deflects on the. Uh, Divorce stuff. Yeah. And it says in the piece that she had not wanted to talk about the breakup, which I think means like really terrifying emails. Don't ask about the breakup. Don't yeah. ask about the breakup. Don't ask about the breakup. Um, Shouts to the writer for asking anyway. Yeah. Well, I think I'm sh- I honestly here's how this happened is that they were like, we can't do a piece yeah, where she asking. doesn't talk about it. And so they degree- agreed on the very specific terms where you could ask in broad terms, but she can't talk about legal proceedings or anything that happened right. on the plane, et cetera. Right. Like, and that was all hammered out beforehand because that's how it works. The most telling line was like when she cuts herself off. Yes. And the question is, um, she says so she says that her kids have been very brave. And then the writer paraphrases, saying, brave when? And Angelina Jolie responds, quote, in times they needed to be, we're all just healing from the events that led to the the filing. They're not healing from divorce. They're healing from, they're, they're healing from some, from life, from things in life. Right. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. Like, she doesn't, she, she, that's like, to me, like, couching the divorce as not, like, the schism, but as sort of, like, just like the subsequent events of something else that happened, basically. Well, I, th- I thought that was a reference to the plane. Yeah, I did too. Um, and you know what? I candidly, I respect her not wanting to talk about totally. the specifics of it, like fight that happened between her family. Like, yeah. I, th- that's fine with me. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, there was a lot about um, the making of her movie and sort of like her relationship with the country of Cambodia, which I found to be like. To to not deep enough for it to like make me like anyone more or feel like I was learning anything, and as a result, kind of just like too Hollywood like uh, like savior narrative y for me. It was a little press releasey for yeah. sure. 
Um, which is not to diminish the project no. or her relationship to the country or her son's relationship to the country. Um, or like the very distressing topic that it explores. Yeah. But the way that it was kind of not even shoehorned because it was such a dramatic part of the piece. I, You know, again, I, it was just, oh, it was very clear to me that she only agreed to talk about the movie. Yeah. And that she agreed to do this with the terms that like I, I honestly would not be surprised if there's. They would never agree to a word count, but I just sure. think that she so specifically was like, I am doing this to talk about this movie. But here's the other thing that I wanted to talk about that was interesting. You brought up that um, you know plenty about the relationship and it spent yeah. so much time doing history about that relationship. I thought that was – I was really interested that that was even in the piece because it was a lot more matter of fact and um, – unbiased than yeah. you would expect a cover story about uh, someone's comeback to be. Sure. In a way that I couldn't really figure out what was going on. I kind of feel like there just like wasn't a lot there. So like if you're telling the story of Angelina Jolie, like that's kind of I think that that was very true and I wondered also whether um they were displeased with the interview that they got. And so that was their way of expressing that. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Does she have a good career? Angelina Jolie. What's your favorite Angelina Jolie piece of media? Other other than like, I don't know, on the red carpet with Bob with with Billy Bob Thornton. Because I her, liked I liked Girl Interrupted. Okay, that's good. Well, it came out in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> Just to be clear. Sure. Ninety nine. Listen, ninety nine. Come on. <laughs> that was eighteen years ago. Um, I think Isn't that crazy. We're old. I know. It's tough. Okay, anyway. Um, I think she actually very successful because she was a successful uh, female action star before, right. you know, like she invented Charlize Theron. Right. Um, and it's not movies that you and I love. Right. Like I don't watch Lara Croft a lot, but people really like all that stuff. I did like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I never saw it. No, she's in, she in was protest. in a lot of movies that made a lot of money, which is Sure. Maleficent did really well. I remember a couple of years ago. Yeah. Or like that did really well. But I just, just to kind of go for her level of fame, one thing that actually the article did put into perspective yes. for me was that when she ended up with Brad Pitt, it gave her a whole different level of fame because he's so famous. Yes. And I kind of didn't really think about that because they've just sort of been like a given for a while. And to me, she was already very famous. Yeah. But it, it, if you look back at her career, it's not. I, I think you could actually, if you went like movie, like movie for movie, pound for pound between her and Jennifer Aniston, I would conclude that Aniston has a better career, which is like kind of besides the point. But I'm just saying it speaks to the level of her as a celebrity, not an actress. Yeah, absolutely. We all lost our minds when this happened in 2004. That's yeah. kind of what. And you're right. She was mostly famous for kind of the Billy Bob Thornton and the blood vial, yeah. and kind of she was like the weird girl. And at the time, everyone was so outraged and so Team Aniston because she was like girl next door, yeah. and everyone loved her from Friends, which I did too. I don't mean like everyone, but um, and Angelina Jolie was just this usurper, and she didn't have any of the uh, humanitarian uh, work that she does internationally. She wasn't doing any of that. Yeah, not yet. And she hadn't done the uh, kind of all the op eds and the. The cancer awareness, which yeah. is what you and I still admire yeah, the most. One hundred percent. It's just interesting. Like I can't really imagine like who would this like happen to. I don't even know. Like it's hard. It's, she's just very unique in, in the consciousness. 
There's no one else really yeah. like her. I mean, I guess in old, like, Elizabeth Taylor was, like, kind of similar. I mean, she's obviously an actress first, but then just became a mm-hmm. celebrity. I mean, she kept acting and stuff. But, like, right. for cer- I think for women in particular in Hollywood, there's a point where you can kind of, like, separate from your acting career and just become more of, like, a public figure. Yes. Particularly for, like, Angelina Jolie. And you're so committed to humanitarian work. And, you know, she just has made charity a huge part of her life, which is really – which is cool. I think it's also, like – she kind of like is outside of the parameters of a celebrity profile. And it's like one of the reasons that it's like kind of a boring story. And I'm just sort of like, is this a press release? Right. Because I come across, I, this has been happening with The Bachelor. When something unique happens, mm-hmm. there's not a language to discuss it, basically. And so it's very similar that like she falls outside of like the model of a glossy profile. And if it's rushed, then it's even harder to like shoehorn her in. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like the other thing here is that uh, we expect this particular type of profile to or peace to be confessional. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you were the person, even if you're the Aniston or the Garner, and you're like bouncing back from a very difficult time, you expect someone to say, um, it's been a hard time. You expect a couple coded barbs at the other person. You mm-hmm. expect um, the person to admit weakness as a way of earning sympathy, basically, you know, as yeah. a, a reorient, reorienting their career. And this does not... Not, I'm not saying that she should admit weakness, but totally. her strategy is very much um, we're figuring it out and here are all the other things that I'm doing. And I think that's probably the right strategy. Yeah. I. But it is interesting, you know, I was going to ask you, who do you think, like, quote, wins Sure. This? Unfortunately, I kind of think Brad. I kind of do, too. It's mostly because, no offense to this writer, she wasn't given a lot to work with. This is just a boring article. Yeah, and I think I agree. Um, yeah, I just kind of think the subject matter. It, it, She's also like not a great director. Who do you think is about? Who's a better director, George Clooney or Angelina Jolie? Oh, geez, because they're we, both bad, but his movies get can celebrated we just more. Appreciate them for well, yeah, that's. true. I'm just saying, I think it's almost like a bias against her, like because she's like in some in some weird way. Everyone's learning, you know. Sure, I, I have no problem with it, but I just think like. I'm just sort of like, Ugh, her movies are bad. But there's a lot of bad movies out there. Yeah, it's true. She's just she's just very serious in her badness. That also makes it harder. Maybe long game, this is the right call. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think here are all the things that Brad did is a good call for her, especially since we know that he was had substance issues yeah. and it was like not a um, – it's a tough time. You don't want to be the person pointing blame on that one, especially when there are For six sure. kids involved. Wait, side note, very small one. Did you notice there are only there are six bedrooms in the house for seven people? Twenty five yeah. million dollars and people gotta share bedrooms. Who do you think's sharing? Twins? Uh maybe or like maybe Vivian and Shiloh? Or maybe Vivian and Zahara, because she says like Zahara is the rock of the family, which I think means she's like the nice one. Right. That's interesting. <laughs> That is interesting. Um, yeah, I so I get think, another bedroom. Maybe one of them sleeps outside in a tent. They probably like repurposed, you know, some yeah second library or whatever. How many bathrooms do you are ten? You, do you know? It says ten. Six one bedrooms, thing I've ten noticed bathrooms. in LA is there's just like a lot of homes are not built with enough bathrooms. There's a lot of like two bedrooms, one bath. No, no. More like just I would rather have more bathrooms than like bedrooms. Yeah, you can't have people come to stay and like use your bathroom, bathroom past like the age of twenty six. Yeah, it's really tough. That's awful. Um anyway, I think this is probably a good long term strategy for her. She's very clearly just she's moved past 
being an actress, mm-hmm. being a celebrity. I think, you know, she even does some things at the end of just like, I'm just trying to be a mom. Oh, this is one line I wanted to talk about. She talks about how she's reconciled with John Voight, her father. Mm-hmm. They've always had a rocky relationship. She says he's been very good at understanding they needed their grandfather at this time. I had to do a therapy meeting last night, and he was just around. And then she talks about how he took care of him. But I like how she just slipped the therapy meeting in instead of Brad, who's like, I I went looking for two therapists, you know? Yeah, Um, she may be more normal than him is perhaps also the situation. It's true. And she talks about, like, wanting to be a mom and wanting to do all of these projects that are important to her. So I think respectable is what she's going for. totally, And ultimately that'll be good for her. But I think in this moment... It's just not that fun. Yeah, it's hard. She's always known how to be interesting as well as um, famous. Yeah. And this is famous without being super interesting. Yeah, because she's like obviously and understandably more guarded right now. Yeah. She's working through something. But like, I don't... How long can you be a boring famous person in 2017? I don't know, especially if your movie is really serious and on Netflix. Yeah, that's a tough one. Though, I, you know, I don't think Brad Pitt's uh, film did a lot better. That's true. But he has such a successful second shadow career now. Right, and he's like a sculptor. And yeah. he's just at his weird studio making art and working through it. Like, he's kind of like in the Ron Howard phase of his career right now, of like being like a, a boss, you know? I guess so. Like and, I, he's still, and he's still acting, and he's still trying to be a, like a he, personality. As also, he's to... like he's got his the, his company Plan B, which mm-hmm. he started with Jennifer Aniston and kept. They've got the sauce there; they know how to pick a winner, and he's just able to drop himself in to be the savior for ten minutes at the end, yeah. a la Twelve Years a Slave, whenever he wants to. Yeah, so like that's like an unfair advantage. Dee Dee Gardner is his unfair advantage. That's very true. I guess my question is: the thing they've both been. I think remarkably careful in how they talk about the other person and how they talk about the kids, which I have total respect for. They're also so good at not getting photographed. It's amazing. Yes. Like, Brad only gets photographed at his studio. And, yeah. And, like, at events. Yeah. Um, but they have been so – I wonder if they will ever be in public together again. I wouldn't rule it out. Not, like, together as a couple, but mm-hmm. I think they might kind of do, like, the post-divorce. Sure. You know, we're just creating Sunday, it. Like, Sunday afternoon at your kid's production of Beauty and the Beast, a la Tobey Maguire yeah. and Jen, Jen Meyer. I would not be surprised, which I actually think is great. Yeah, totally. I, like, it, you know, it may not be as, like, Us Weekly splashy cover, but we don't buy Us Weekly anymore. So that's no. great to have a model of a divorced family that's, like, figuring it all out. Should we start a new Us Weekly? Us yes. Daily? Yes. <laughs> That's my Men. proposed title. Um, thanks to Angelina Jolie for spicing up this Wednesday. That's right. At the end of the day, it was fun to talk about. At least yeah. she did it. She could have not done it. I like I like her, ultimately. I don't really know why. There's not a lot of evidence for me to be like, this is why. But yeah. I, I, I do. I you mean, know why. Because because the, she's interesting. Yeah. Even if this particular moment in her life is she's not hugely She's well-meaning and ambitious. She's well-meaning. And the, the, the cancer thing. Yeah. Big deal. Shout out to her. Still looking great with her double mastectomy. Yeah, she looks fantastic. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Hotel Tonight. Thank you. 